All right, man. All right. It's your boy, France. Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast. We are here. As always, man, log on to letstalkbattlerap.com and log on for all your latest news and articles and editorials and updates. Follow the show on all social media platforms, LTBR Podcast. And we will be having a very fun and relentless <laughs> recap show on Twitter Spaces after homecoming tomorrow night. So pull up to the Radio Roulette recap show right after the event we will be hosting it we might have that jump going for three hours long to let all you people call up and give your thoughts on the event because this is probably the biggest event of the year at least one of my most excited events of the year more anticipated events of the year we're here man we're here um homecoming weekend i know i've given my thoughts about you know a month ago we did about two spaces with predictions but now that we're 24 hours out, a couple hours away from the face-offs, my, my mind has changed on a few things, guys. My mind has changed on a few things. And if you hear this show, because this is also being recorded audio-wise, you're going to hear it on streaming platforms. I'm reading messages from the caffeine chat while I'm interacting with the people. Let's get straight into it, all right? Kayshawn and Jack Boy, which is the hot-button topic right now. We just seen Kayshawn... Uh, have some cryptic news all week long, right? On Wednesday, when he posted the battle of the flyer battle with Jack Boy Maine, he said it on his Facebook and his Instagram. This is my last URL battle. We all seen that, right? Cool. Um, and you're probably thinking to yourself, like, what? Like, why does he want to leave? Like, why is he retiring? Or, but if you're really reading between the lines, he's saying, this is my last URL battle. Now, everybody jumps out the window every time something like this happens. They'd be like, oh, Sean is going to RB. Sean is leaving. It's like, guys, Shine is the fifth highest viewed battle rapper in the world. Shine is in the same class as Clips, Arsenal, DNA, Hitman, Calico. They can do what they please, man. Those are guys that can literally move around, have been in every league. No problem. They can do whatever they like. So Shine going to RBE is not like somebody that's like home homegrown and, and talented and signed from URL, leaving URL to go to RBE. This is no different. Like Shine has moved around a lot and he probably has the most He's probably touched the most platforms out of all those names besides like DNA. So I got no problem wherever Sean decides to go. Doesn't matter if it's RBE or if his own ventures or doing his own thing or falling back from battle rap for a little bit. Cause uh, you know, a lot has happened in his life since last September. If you guys remember last year around this time, summer madness, Sean uh, openly admitted this on, on the porch podcast that he lost his daughter around the hollow battle. And that's very traumatic, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I pray that he's still recovering and healing from that. And I'm sure from that moment on, things have kind of just been a little bit different in Shine's life, you know what I'm saying? Even in the real sick battle, you know, not not that I pay too much attention to this, but he looked very, like, he looked very slim. He looked different. It's just like, damn, like, I don't know what Shine's going through, but I hope he's okay, you know what I'm saying? And um, it gets a little weirder because last night we seen that video um, of his IG live where he's like, if I don't make it to Atlanta, it's not my fault. It's not my fault, you know? And he's kind of like alluding to like him going to the airport and him turning back home, getting back on the highway. And in my head, I'm just kind of like, at one point, if you listen to his rant, he's kind of like alluding to like the battle being on Saturday and the battle's not on Saturday. The battle's on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm wondering if he, <laughs> if he was confused on his battle date, you know what I'm saying? That's like, well, hold up. Do you not know when you battle? How do you not know that? And I actually, because I'm flying out to Atlanta in, um, in a few weeks, I've been checking in some flights at Atlanta. I've been looking at flights going to Atlanta from this past week, um, a couple of weeks from now. 
a lot of the flights last night, Friday night, they give you the exact date, Friday the 4th, November 4th, a lot of the flights from ATL to NYC were canceled that night. So, like, it, it, it's a very, very high possibility the manager got to the airport and his flight was canceled. I, I, I seen the airlines, like Delta, like Spirit, all these airlines that are flying into Newark, Newark or New York, like, they got, they got canceled. That happens all the time, bro. If anybody's flying to Atlanta, like, you've experienced delays and canceled flights. If any man is still here, you, you and I have gone to Atlanta many, 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 many times for Battle Rap. And almost every single time I've gone, I've either missed the flight, <laughs> I've experienced a delay, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the list goes on. Flying to that place is, is, is an issue. Henny man in the chat says, facts, I'm on the way back. I'm on the way there, too. I'm on the way there, too. You know what I'm saying? Every time, listen, every time I try to go to Atlanta, I try not to fly Spirit, but every time I say that $39 flight, ugh, how do I say no, man? How do I say no? I know it's going to be ghetto. I know I'm not going to have any room. I know I might be delayed, but how do I say no? <laughs> oh, man, I, I, I just I just overpay and go Delta all the time, but it's always tempting. It's always tempting. The point is, though, um, the point is, I'm not liking this energy I'm I'm seeing from Shine last minute. You know what I'm saying? He also had a live a few days or a day after he made the post of my last battle on URL where he said, end quote, you know, I, I don't really talk a lot of shit before my battles and whatever the result is of this one, I can live with it. Whatever the result is of this one, I can live with it. Uh, I, um... I don't like the sound of that. That is like, what do you mean by that? Yeah, Q, Q, what up, man? Staff Friday and LTBRQ in the chat. And when he said that, I was like, it's true. Shine doesn't normally talk a lot of shit before his battles. Um, but he did say after that, I do got some shit for Jack Boy. And then in his rant Friday night, he goes, I'm fully prepared and all that. And my head, I'm just like, I'm not liking this energy, bruh. Like, none of this is, is resonating well with me. And I do believe, at the, you know, I know I've been critical of Jack. I'm not confident in his big stage um, sample size or his ability in the big stage. Plus, Shine is home. Shine is the best performer ever. He's in New York. It, all the odds lead to Jack being a huge underdog for a reason. And I can live with that. But I do believe that there is going to be drastic desperation from Jack Boy to claw to try to give you guys the best performance of his career. And with Shine being shaky like this, like if there was a Vegas money line and Shine was minus 600, this should just drop to minus 400 with all, all the stuff that just happened the last like 24 hours. I'm going to keep it all the way real. I'm still going to pick Shine just because I know that I know what a good shine looks like. And I know that a good shine, if even if he's not a great shine, I know that a good shine could win. And I know that he knows how to win in the building. And, you know, he just, he just knows how to win in the building, which is like the best attribute he, he, he possesses. And I still have yet to see a Jack boy at that caliber. So I'm not going to go with the unforeseen, but there's a lot of red flags here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Battle rap traps is you talking way too many truth. Hey, listen, Henny man, you know me, bro. I just try to keep it real, bro. I, all I do is just try to be honest because there's just too much lying going on in our game. You know what I'm saying? I still got Shine 2 1. Black Reese says, Jack's been quiet this whole time. I mean, Jack has nothing to say. Like, what, 
people like, why is Jack not promoting? Jack promoted enough to get the battle. Now the battle's here. There's nothing Jack can say to make you change your mind. He has to show and prove. So I don't care that he's not talking, promoting, but that means that he's in the dungeon. He's in the lab, okay? He is in the motherfucking lab. Um, Henny Man says, I talked to Jack. Listen, man, I've heard a lot of people heard from drugs. Um, the, the Jack's rounds is amazing. I heard from some of the people in the DMV that I talked to to pull up to the, the radio roulette shows that have heard Jack's rounds and said it's amazing. And I take it with a grain of salt because y'all are his peers, y'all are his friends. But, you know, I'm still going Shine 2 1, but I'm not liking what I'm seeing, guys. I'm not liking what I'm seeing. And if Shine beats Jack, I'm sorry, if Jack beats Shine, which would make it a huge upset. How surprised would we really be at this point? Like we we would be kind of shocked, but like over the last two years, we've seen all kind of impossible things happen. Reed beating Nitty, Swamp beating Rum. You know what I'm saying? The list of upsets go on. Oh shit, I, I use Rum Nitty for both of them. I'm sorry, Rum. <laughs> um, listen, man, Chufo uh, beating Geechee. We we've seen upsets, man. We have seen upsets. We're due for one. And if there's any upset to happen on this card, that could be the one that happened. Um, I'm still going with Shine. I'm just saying I'm not happy with what I'm seeing. Not happy about it. All right, let's read some messages before we go to the next battle. Need to see a Jack performance like he did versus Big T, says Skyler. That's a good performance. I don't know if that's enough to beat a good or great K Shine. Justin says Jack has zero big stage wins. Beating Shine and I would be huge. Would be a benchmark for his career for sure. For sure, for sure, it would be. Coinflip says this battle had this battle kind of had disappointment energy to be honest. You know, we don't talk about this enough, but I, I kind of feel like battle rap's not meant for Sundays. Henny man, if you're still here, do you agree with me? Like there'd be like Sunday events that just don't feel right. Like it just don't feel right on Sundays, some days. Like the energy just be off. Like something about Sunday and battle rap just don't all the way mix sometimes. Like, you know, he <laughs> said I told Anwar that, yeah, man, like something about Sunday events need like sage in the air because like the energy just be like just of course i'd rather be on saturday what the hell hardcore flavor you got your mind of course i'd rather be on saturday what like most of us probably work on monday so if it's on a sunday i can't even get a chance to write a recap article unless i like (laughs) tell my job i'm coming in late or take a day off there's that you know at least saturday i could take sunday morning to watch all of the blogs from media. You know what I'm saying? I could get a second watch, wink, wink. Um, I could write my recap article more detailed. I have a, have a day to manifest with the content. Sunday to Monday, it's just, we're going straight to the news cycle. We're going straight to the motherfucking news cycle. Like we're skipping the day to process and we're going straight to the news cycle. So I will always take Saturday over Sunday. I'll take Friday over Saturday. So GTX be doing Friday events. That eh, Friday events are kind of dry, but... All I'm saying is Sunday be feeling weird, man. Sunday be feeling weird. I'm not even a family guy. I don't have any kids. You know what I'm saying? So I know y'all have kids and wives and family. I do things Sunday. So if y'all are one of those people or you love your football fanatic and love your football Sundays, like you, you will always rather battle up on a Saturday than a Sunday. I, that's just me. All right, man. Let's move on, man. Let's go to Stumbles and Kid Slade. My babies. My life, not yours. Huh? Any man says battle of night. Hardcore flavors says slate to one. Humanity says as long as battle rap don't interfere with Lucas games, friends don't care. 
that's the truth, Q. That's the true Q. Um, if there's a Dallas Maverick game going on and a battle rap event, and I have to decide, the decision I'm making is which jersey I'm going to wear. I'm going to wear the navy blue one. I'm going to wear the white alternative one. I'm going to wear the city gold one. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's where I'm at with it. <clears throat> Coin flip says he's really excited to see a UN4 battle. I just realized caffeine has a screen. Cas button is lit. Yes, it does. Black roots. Drumstick out my window. Like I don't eat in my car. Stumbles to one, says Justin. Slay to one in the battle of the night. See, here's the thing though. This might be the first battle, and my theory has always been if the first battle of the night is the best battle of the night, then chances are the event's not going to be good, right? Because you shouldn't have, like, the first battle be the best battle. So I can't call it battle of the night, personally. And I've been, I've been, I've been like, on the fence on both sides for how I feel about this battle, right? Because Slade has been far more consistent than Stumbles. You look at Slade's year. Hey, hey, take it easy. You look at Slay's year. Um, he's uh, he's battled bad news. He's battled uh, Rada. He's battled real name Brandon main event. He's battled Big T. And they all wins, but like, I don't know. As somebody who's a big Slade fan, I was expecting more out of all those performances. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted more from all of those showings from him. Like, I didn't get what I, what I felt like I needed from kids slayed in those battles like i'm expecting him to like have a breakout performance and level up and he's polishing himself in certain ways but i just i just wanted more from from those showings you know what i'm saying the dog 30 yeah 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 um stumbles though i can honestly say i think stumbles has hit a higher ceiling than slade but he's just not more consistent than slade right so it becomes that weird thing of like do you gamble on the talent or do you gamble on the consistency you know what i'm saying what stumbles did to snake eyes this year slate doesn't have a win or a performance of that magnitude let's call it for what it is that was a main event grudge match with a belt on the line there is there couldn't have been a more important battle than that one and not only did stumbles win it he dominated and had a moment in the battle like Slade hasn't done that. This is a must win for Slade. He needs a breakout his battle rap trap. That's true. Now, the on the flip side, I also feel like the opponents that Slade's been battling doesn't give him the chance to have a breakout. Like sometimes the person you're in front of also dictates the content you have. Like, like I don't see a lot of guys having breakout performances against like Bad News or, or Big T or Rada. No disrespect to them. I just you know, in recent memory, I haven't seen a battle where like somebody had a crazy performance against any of those guys. So you can also make the case that Slade hasn't been in front of the right opponents. And um, maybe this might be the right opponent to be in front of somebody from his class, somebody, his peers, his direct peer. So they set him up to body people that he didn't. There you go. Any man, that's a great point. Um, those are all those are all lobs for Kit Slade. And he caught it and finger rolled the basket instead of actually like two hand jamming that joint you know what i'm saying so i don't know man i don't know i still rock with the consistency more than than the than the potential but i can see a world where stumbles low key could 30 slay like like that's not far-fetched if you out here telling me stumbles my 30 slayed like i can see that 
I can totally see that. But I got I'm I'm rolling with Kid Slade. I like the consistency. I've been on Kid Slade the whole year. I'm not just gonna sell out last minute for some uh <laughs> something that's potentially more flashy. Everybody saying, oh, stumbles could be consistent. Stumbles showing he's consistent. I'm like, well, I mean, it's really been two battles. <laughs> you know, the should battle, I don't feel like we talk about it, but like he did kind of have very brief pauses in that battle. Not not drastic enough for like you penalize him for it, but it definitely would look awkward on a big stage. You know what I'm saying? And even then, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I would like to see a little bit more from Stumbles. I feel like we're trying to crown Stumbles beforehand. Like, people are ready to say he's a star. This performance will define him. He could be a star. He could, like, I think all that is very possible. But, you know, Kid Slater, at the very least, has been showing me he can be consistent. Even if he's not dominating the competition, he can show me he can be consistent, which, I can take that. You know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, read some of these messages before we move on. Swamp's initial breakout was versus Your Honor. Slade has the higher floor. Stumbles has the higher upside. That's a great way to say it, Justin. Slade definitely has a higher floor. Damn. How can I help you, sir? Okay. Uh, Slade wins. Does he get a shot at being top 10 Cody? Not 10 for me, Smo, but definitely 20. You know what I'm saying? Definitely would take him in my 20. I think Stumbles has a case to be up there too. So we'll see. Disrespectful generic rapper versus Swamps is Justin Sheesh. Stumbles equals real sick shotgun sugar and snake. Yeah, that's his uh that's his resume for the year, uh Big Raph. Yeah, we still got a house phone, man. It happens, man. You know what I'm saying? I came to visit family before I head out to the face offs. Face offs will be in the city, so I came to stop by the Bronx before I head to the city. All right, man, let's go to Arsenal Swamp. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Arsenal Swamp. Let's read some of these messages. Perkins says, Arsenal 3-0, don't jump me. Sheesh. Swamp 2-1 from Hardcore Flavor. We got another Swamp 2-1. Okay, so here's my thoughts on Arsenal and Swamp. I'm very, very, very intrigued by this quote that Swamp had uh, recently. He was, I guess he was at Orlando at the Lightwork Battles and Arsenal's there. Then Uncle Ross recording them. They're like having a little back and forth, a little banter between each other. And Swamp says to Arsenal's face, I'm more worried about Urban Plaza than you. And I was like, hmm, are you looking past Arsenal? Or are you kind of looking at it from the perspective of, I'm low-key starting to master the stage. You know what I'm saying? 
And I want to keep showing that I can be consistently good on the big stage. And listen, man, you know, Swamp out of his entire class, when you look at, look at all the people like Easy, Sig, um, obviously Castro, everybody that's in that ballpark of the UM1 class, like everybody touched the big stage this year. And Swamp and Files were kind of like late to the party. They touched the stage. Swamp's performance against JC and Tay Rock is like the best version you can get from somebody starting off like their big stage career. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like he arguably beats JC if you know he if he doesn't have that mishap in the third round. At the very least, he was more dynamic than JC that night. But has more reactions on him on the app too. And I got him beating Tay Rock. And in fact, he st- he stood in front of one of Tay Rock's best rounds this year, and then shifted the momentum in his favor, and was able to completely capitalize. And that's motherfucking Tay Rock. Like Tay Rock was on his what eighth trip to Summer Madness. This is Swamp's debut. And you go toe-to-toe, and not just go toe-to-toe, arguably beat the man? Like, I just, I struggle to believe the concept that you you go toe-to-toe with Tayrock and JC and beat Rum Nitty, but somehow would struggle with Arsenal. <laughs> Q Moody, uh, Q says, there's just zero reason to choose Arsenal over anyone on the big stage. I don't know. Uh... Jay, Jay says, I don't think he beat Rock. Look, if you have Rock winning, I'm not mad at that. But what we're not going to do is we're not going to act like Swamp did not go toe-to-toe with Rock up there. Like, we're not going to act like if somebody has Swamp beating Rock, like, it's far-fetched. You know what I'm saying? Even if you even if you have Rock and you have Rock winning, like, Rock said himself, like, I, I got respect from Swamp. When Swamp screamed in my face, I'm not going like that. I had nothing to do but respect it. He said this. You know what I'm saying? So, I just... I just struggle to see how it's like, yo, Nitty, JC, and Rock have all been performing at a higher level than Arsenal. How do you arguably beat those three guys and then you would struggle with somebody that's that's <laughs> not as good as them as of the last couple of years? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. And everybody's like, oh, well, the New York crowd, what if Swamp, they're not going to like that Southern stuff. Are you sure about this? Like, New York loves out-of-towners. New York is not as biased as people make it out to be, man. You know what I'm saying? They love the out-of-towners. A year ago from now, when the crying stops, I think Swamp gets a clear win by the consensus, said Smo in the chat. Is Swamp versus Rock, the closest battle on the app this year? Yeah, it is, Q. definitely is. Next to Mike P and Nun Nun. Very, very close 50-50 split battles. You know what I'm saying? But if you're if you're having a 50-50 split battle with the man that's damn near Mr. Summer Madness on your debut, like that tells me a lot about what you understand on how to perform on the stage. Like against JC, like he had rebuttals. He had a lot of performance. He he got straight to his punches. He 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 knew that he couldn't allow too much dead space or filler in between his content to keep continuously engage the crowd. And with Rock, like, the man is committing to performance. Rock and roll. Like, he gets a little AMG bag. You know what I'm saying? You got to go. Let the Glock explode. The Fronto, Blackwood, Optimo. Let the top explode. <laughs> Pull up. Hit licks. Rock and roll. Like, all of that shit is going to work anywhere in the world, bro. Like, I don't care that he was in the South. That shit works in New York. That shit works in California. That shit works anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um... Yo, hardcore flavor, you have to relax. I'm not even going to read that. have to relax. (laughs) 
keep in mind, Rock just got off body and T-Top all known too. That's a fact. Swamp Stirred was uh, great content-wise as well. That's true. Swamp also picks really good um, angles. And plus, like, Arsenal, I know people look at some of, like, battles like the chess battle, the twerk battle, the Geechee battle. Those are all good battles, but two of them are in a small room. One of them's in London. And then all of 2021, he didn't win the battle. Lost to Danny, lost to Real Sick, lost to Loso, lost to Castro. Like, Arsenal's kind of getting a small room, I'm not going to front. Like, that's why he beat official. That's how he beat Jerry West. In a small room, you definitely get a much more magnif- uh, magnified and difficult version of Arsenal to conquer, I think. But on a big stage, like, I, like why do we forget the Av battle? Why do we forget the Briz battle? Like, those are, those are very not good battles for Arsenal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, and I'll be honest, I don't even think Arsenal and Castro is that amazing of a battle. I think they both had one really great round. The other two rounds were decent. You know what I'm saying? I just... He's he's a he's a bit inconsistent for me uh, on a big stage. I'm not really privy to like Arsenal having dominant performances in New York. Like I don't know where that history came from. I've been around, you know. what I'm saying I don't recall him ever really dominating anybody in New York. Um, there's there's always more hunger for people to battle Arsenal than there is for Arsenal to battle them. So all 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 indications lead to me to say Swamp is going to win this battle. Not to mention. Don't a lot of you guys have Swamp in your top, like, five for Cody? Like, he's definitely up there. You don't think that he realizes there's a window to, to capture champion of the year right now? Like, once around the fourth quarter of the year, right, September, October, we kind of know who the top five guys are, right? Swamp's up there. Bill's up there. JC's up there. Uh, you can put Rock. Uh, you can put A-Ward. I guess you could put Danny as well. Like, you kind of know the names already that are, like, narrowing down to that those final spots, you know what I'm saying? I'm just generalizing. I'm not putting anybody in any order. I'm just putting out names that people will kind of put up there. And when those guys get a wind of like, yo, I'm a real contender for this, or I'm a top candidate to be a, a top three camp contender for this, they make all of the critical moves down the stretch of the year. So. Hold on, let me fix the Yo, 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 yo. We good, we good, we good. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, with Swamp being a potential champion of the year contender, like the, the the man is gonna go for it. All right, the man is a hundred percent gonna go for it. So uh be on the lookout for a really good performance from him. I think he wants to show how consistent he can be on a big stage, which I'm impressed, man. I'm impressed by what Swamp's been able to do. Like Swamp is probably the second best performer of that entire class. He's better than Castle on the stage, in my opinion. He's better than Sick on the stage. He's better than Fonz on the stage. Like who, who, who? Only easy, easy. The only name I would say from his class that he's not better than on the stage. Everybody else is, and even then, you can argue it, right? I'm sure y'all will argue that too. Y'all might be able to argue it. I, I, I would still put Easy above Swamp, but all right, all right, all right. So that's three battles down. Goda says, no, you can't easy over Swamp. I agree with you, Goda. I agree. I agree. I'm just leaving the dialogue open. I'm not going to completely shut out everybody's perspective. But in my opinion, easy is still above Swamp and Swamp's above everybody else in the class. And then you got to think a year ago, okay, a year ago, this man was arguably like, like losing all, uh, out on all this potential. For God's sakes, in March, 
of this year. You can pull up the tweet. I, I will retweet it for you guys. Swamp called out Lou Castro, and everybody's like, Lou Castro's ahead of you. Like, why would Lou Castro battle you? Look how much, look how fast things change in battle rap, okay? <laughs> okay, so, like, yeah, it gets like that here sometimes. Man's went, uh, Jay Smoke says, man's went from getting 30 to KCJ to beating Rock on Summer Madness. Bro, he made a debut on No Miss Summer Madness in the same year, bro. It's only like 12 other people have ever done that. That is legendary. Salute to Swamp. I got Swamp still beating Arsenal. I haven't changed my mind on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go to take it easy, man. Take it easy. All right. Let's talk about Vixen and Jazz, y'all. What y'all got on Vixen and Jazz? Uh, Bunchy, uh, no comment. <laughs> Brizzy, we still got our bet. What was the bet, Brizzy? Did you and I, you, you and I made a bet, right? What was it? Was it for Jazz and Vix or was it for Swamp and Arsenal? I think it was Swamp and Arsenal, right? I see Vixen 2 1, Vixen 2 1, Vixie 2 1, Vixen 2 1, Jazz 2 1, Jazz 2 1, sort of clear, says Perk. Yeah, yeah, Briz, 100%. Our bet is still up in the air. $50, cash app. I got Swamp. You know what I'm saying? If you and I both feel the battle's hella debatable, we'll figure it out. We'll make a consensus somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I won't sway no opinions and narratives, and we'll, we'll... may the best man win. I'll be collecting. I'm gonna use your fifty dollars to get a nice Uber back from the city to Jersey. Ooh, I'm, I'm gonna get an Uber. I'm gonna get Uber black with your money. How about that? Get Uber black with your money. That's what I'm gonna do with your money. Mm. The coin flip says the jazz disrespect is crazy. Jazz 3-0, this is in New York. And the person that said that his name is NYG80. <laughs> you New York niggas kill me, man. I'm from here, man. But, like, like I never rooted for the Knicks. I never rooted for the Yankees. I never rooted for the Mets, the Jets, the Giants, Islanders, Rangers. I've never been that guy. All right? I'm not in New York down to the death. I love it here, though. You know, a place like it. But I ain't New York to the death. <laughs> Brizzy says, "You buy my eighth for tomorrow, so I'm not worried, man. You better not buy no, you better not buy no Reggie with that, sh- man, huh? Better get an eighth for some wedding cake, huh? Better get an eighth for some gelato, huh? Get an eighth for some Skittles, some Skittles, huh? All right, Jazz and Vixen. Uh, I wanted." I wanted to go with Jazz for a while, right? Because Jazz is real methodical. Uh, it's real strategic. But I do feel like in battle rap, I've always said this, like sometimes there's three battles, right? There's you battling your opponent, you battling your peers on the card, and more importantly, you battling yourself. You're battling your past performances. And I feel like what she did against Gaddis was just so high level, such a high threshold that she's kind of been... I don't want to say chasing it. She's only had one one-on-one battle since that moment, but I feel like that's the standard people want to see her at now. Like they want to see her at that Gaddis level. That's just a little unrealistic because like the, the style match between her and Gaddis favored her. It was her return after what? Four years. I'm sorry. Maybe four years one-on-one, but two years to the stage period. So um, it it's, it's an unrealistic expectation to hold jazz to, but I feel like there is a bit of like, you know, kryptonite with jazz and like aggression and and energy because I look at what jazz and official like pop a gun. You too afraid to even pop your cherry. Like 
like I know Jazz has to have nightmares about that bar still to this day. You know what I'm saying? Again, I want to put the disclaimer. Miss Hustle choked against Jazz in the building, but they edit the footage. But on camera, some people call it debatable. They like Hustle's aggression against Jazz. And in more recent memory, in the two, I know it's a two-on-two, two, so you, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But Farrah was kind of talking to Jazz. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting Farrah to be in her face like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, when Farrah said, you Peter Parker, you fight crime and go home, like... I forgot the ball went exactly the same sign like that. I'm just like, excuse me, like, damn, hold up, like, <laughs> yeah, Justin, it is. Um, and Jazz kind of struggles with that aggression in front of her, bro. I'm not gonna front. I'm not even gonna front. Uh, Mobar's made an interesting point. Mobar said official peaked against Jazz in that battle. Like that's her peak. That's her apex. And you know what? Even if that is. I guess now the question becomes, is Vixen being at a, like, a woody level, is Vixen now better than official 2015? I think the answer is no, but I don't think they're that far away from each other. Like, if, if Vixen today, right, the Vixen that battle Rock or Casey battles prime official, like, I think they go to war. You know what I'm saying? And Jazz battled prime <laughs> official, and it was, it was a clear loss. Um, so I just feel like that, that aggression and energy is going to be a real big obstacle for Jazz. The the turn order of this battle, like whoever goes first and second, is like crucial. Because if like Vixen goes first and then Jazz is at the bottom of her first round, she's probably going to win that round. But one thing about Vixen is she really feeds off of her opponent's like, like landing haymakers on her. Like she kind of feeds off her opponent's like bombing on her. It's kind of weird, but you can look at it in the in the KCJ battle. Casey's had a good first round. Vix responds with a great first round. Look at the Tayrock battle. Tayrock has a crazy first round. Vixen responds with a crazy second round. So, like, Vixen kind of fuels off that momentum. So, if, like, Vixen goes first, I can see the battle being 1-1 going into the third or her second round being, like, the dominant, powerful round to, like, set the bar. But if Vixen goes second, like, I see her taking a commanding control into the battle. You know what I'm saying? Q says, if Vix gets, if Vix gets to go second, it might get ugly. Not that Loso battle, though. Yeah, but go to, you know, that's, that's, that's a small room. That's a small room. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to stick to the stages right now. I'm trying to stick to the stages. I'm trying to keep the sample size in order. Feel me? Actually, uh, Justin says, I actually think Vixen has more upside than every other woman battle on the stage. More importantly, the last time they both were on the card together, Kings and Queens 3, I know you're going to say, oh, Vixen lost to Rock and Jazz might have beat Geechee. But if we're just going to look at their individual performances side by side, Vixen had a better performance than Jazz that night, guys. She did. She outperformed Jazz that night. Both are coming off L, says Marquise. This could be a classic. King says, I got Vixen either way. She's about to bark on Jazz. I ain't mad at you, bro. All right. We're about to get to the bullshit. This is Justin. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. Um, I'll leave it at this, though. I have this being my battle of the night. Um, I love when the ladies are featured on a card like this and they have battle of the night because it, it, it's, it's good for female battle rap. It's good for both of them. 
for God's sakes, they're the second battle. They're like the co-main event next to Mook and Geechee. So it's a win for them to uh, be up there like this. And I hope they have a great back and forth. But I do see Vixen winning this battle. All right, let's get to it. Geechee Gotti versus Mook. Let's talk about it before we head up out of here. Geechee 3 0, Mook 2 1 says goaded. I got New York with the body bag. <laughs> Q says Geechee 30, putting this Mook ish to bed forever. Bridgie says Mook 2 1 with the Statue of Liberty emoji. Justin says they're going to have the poor bear for the poor bear. Geechee 30. Goda says either way, it won't be a 3 0. Mook 2 1, you know, physics, France. Well, I know about the double helix. Hope they don't go last. Well, hardcore flavor. I hope they do go last. I hope they do go last. I don't like when Murder Mook is a main event and doesn't have main event energy. So go last, bro. And besides, it's only gonna be four or five battles. Go last. You'll be fine. All right. Here's my thoughts on Mook and Geechee. Obviously, we've all seen the press conference. Um, so <laughs> you guys know who I have winning the battle. But I do want to say this, right? Um, there's always a lot of, like, pushback when it comes to, like, being critical of Mook. Because, obviously, he is a legend. We know what he's done in the era before the modern era. And when you look at his modern era run, even though if you're not favorable of, like, the Iron or Lux performances, there's still wins for him beating iron and loaded lux at that capacity, even when it didn't look the most entertaining, it's still no doubt a good thing to have under your belt. My problem is you got to get a little bit more nuanced with his more recent work, the verb battle, the rock battle, the two on two with uh, T top and twerk. So like in the verb battle, I got to watch it back recently. There's moments in that battle where ver, I'm sorry, where Mook, is like scheming and they're not reacting. He's like, they're asleep. They're asleep. I'm like, bruh, you're complaining about Club Drum being asleep? Huh? There's a moment in Club Drum where he's like reaching during some of his schemes and the crowd is like, they're putting their hands out. You can hear the booze. Keep in mind, that was his return after four years. And you know, this is, I know everybody loves to say this, this battle rap is dead stuff. Um, but I feel like battle rap has been in a small bubble for a long time. And I go back to 2017, 2018, when loaded Lux battled Arsenal in Jersey, that shit didn't sell out guys. Okay. When murder Mook battled verb in club drum club drum holds 250 people. That event did not sell out to like two days before the actual event. Like you could still buy tickets that like Thursday. Keep in mind, that was a star-studded card. Had Pat Stay, had Danny, had King Los, had, had Ice, had B-Dot. You know what I'm saying? Had Ill Will. Had, it was a star-studded card with Murder Mook's return in four years in a very small New York venue, and it did not sell out. So just because it's in New York, I don't think it makes a difference for him. Let's, let's get that out the way, right? I wasn't in the building for that. Um, In the verb battle, it's funny to me that like Mook feels like how can a crowd control or sway or dictate or make a difference towards a battle? But it's like, bro, you 
you chose to cut the line in the verb battle. You said, I don't want to go last. I'm tired of going last and not having energy from the crowd. Let me go fourth and let these other three battles go after me. And it's like, well, you cut the line because you wanted more engagement from the crowd. So at that moment, you have to be acknowledging that the crowd does make a bit of a difference. If you if you feel like if you really feel like it didn't make a difference, you wouldn't have cut the line. You know what I'm saying? So that's one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Two, um, I'm looking at the rock performance, and I love the material in the rock performance. I, I think it's by far his best material since he's returned. It actually holds a candle to some of his DVD content. Like it's, it's really, really good content and material. But if we're also being more nuanced about the situation, you're in an empty room where it's just you, Smack, Tayrock, and the cameraman behind you, and you're battling the most energetic, crowd-infused battler in a room with Audi crowd. Like, I, I just, I'm not saying you lose the battle in a stage, but there's no way that battle is the exact same battle on a stage. There's, just, there's just no way. There is no way. You know what I'm saying? And keep in mind, I feel like we don't two on two. We don't fully use them as a sample size with things because they're two on two. But against T-Top and Twerk, you get a little bit of a crowd and he he struggles again. <laughs> he struggles again. That battle is very cringe. The battle's hard to watch. Hard, it's hard to get through. But it's a two on two. So we'll excuse it. Right. We'll leave it alone. It's a two on two. But that also, but, but the, my point is that there is a crowd in there, and the and the performance is completely different than what we just witnessed. Then the Redolls battle is reminiscent to the Iron battle. So it's just like the sample size is not kind to you when it comes to you being in front of an audience. And I'm not confident I'm that you can sustain this for a full three rounds. I'm just not. You know what I'm saying? I have no doubt that he can be better than what he was against Reed, but that's not saying much that wasn't that good of a performance. So it, it, you should be able to be better than that battle. I don't doubt that he can win around. Like, you know, he could probably put on a, one really good round for sure, but can he put on three really good rounds? I don't know. I just, I don't know if he has it all the way in him. And from that press conference, like there were so many red flags, man, like him saying like, you know, you don't cut crack. How can you relate to my raps? If you're a consumer, just consume. You know what I'm saying? Uh, insulting the intelligence of people in the in the audience, um, not really understanding performance, still saying he doesn't want to be entertaining or battle rap shouldn't be about rocking a big stage. Like he has the exact same mindset that he did going into the Reed Dolls battle, the exact same mindset. So, yes, Harco Flavor, those are red flags because everything he said about the Reed Dollars battle and we got that performance, he's saying it again now, the exact same thing. So it's 100% a red flag to me because it makes me feel like he knows that he needs to change, but he has not changed and hasn't committed to what it takes to change. Like, I don't know, man. This is why that battle shouldn't be last, but no hardcore flavor. Like, we cannot keep giving him these passes. Like, Loaded Lux goes last, and he has had great performances. All of his peers have gone last and have had great performances. There's no reason why we have to lower the curve for him. Like, he, he should be able to handle this. You know what I'm saying? If Mook loses the first, how confident are you that he will win the round? 
I don't know, man. I don't know. It depends. Uh, I actually feel like that's the round he could win the first. You know what I'm saying? He told me if he wins the first, it's going to be a 30, which I'm like, oh, okay. I haven't seen anybody get a 30 on Geechee or a 3 chan on Geechee. Um, so we will see how it plays out. But I'll, I'll, Justin said the best. I need to stop coddling the goats. I agree with that, Justin. Um, look, and, and don't get it twisted. It's not like I'm here cheering for him to fail on a stage. Like, I feel like there is a world where if he is dynamic on a stage, it creates a new level of competitiveness and excitement and adventure. But make no mistake, even if he's not good on, on a stage this Sunday, there's still the allure of when will he figure it out and we can keep putting him on the stage until he does figure it out. Um, I have no doubt that if he was more active and battled more frequently, I think he would figure it out. But I don't know, man. I don't know. To his credit, to Mook's credit, all those big stage battles have been against his peers, Loaded Lux, Iron Solomon, Reed Dallas. So the tempo of those battles are just slow paced because like you're talking to your opponent about all these stories and narratives and angles and all this, like, uh, it makes sense. You know, you're battling somebody you've known for 10, 15, 20 years. So you have a lot to say. It's a lot of backstories to, to illustrate to the crowd because of how much you know this person, but you know, battling Geechee, you don't have that. So you have to just rap. You have to just straight up, just rap with Geechee. Like, you know what I'm saying? Trying to break Geechee down. I don't really know what you say to that man. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know what you say to that man. Um, if you just try to rap with him, like I think you do a really good job. M- much better chance there than trying to break him down. Harko face it's, it's a lot he can say. Look, man, you you New York to the death. I can't argue with you. You know what I'm saying? But my problem with people that are so New York to the death, like I just feel like I don't acknowledge that his battles on these stages have not been that captivating. Like I don't I don't feel like I acknowledge that. And because y'all failed to hold him accountable. This is the result you guys get. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I don't know, man. I don't know. We will see what happens here. I still got Geechee 2-1, obviously. I still think uh, Geechee's just... Geechee's well-rested, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, I know everybody to say Geechee lost to Hollow, but... His third round against Hollow was fire. And there's people that still think the battle's debatable. Like, there's a lot of people in media and rappers that feel like Geechee beat Hollow. You know what I'm saying? Geechee beat Lux Clear. I thought Geechee beat Disaster, even though it was a great back and forth. So, like, Geechee now knowing he gets the chance to put the nail in the coffin, like, you can't downplay me no more. You can't downplay me. You cannot say I got California gas. You can't say I didn't take him all the way serious. You can't say I was lackluster. Like, he knows there's a chance to just shut all of it down. So I'm expecting a, an extremely motivated version of Geechee. At the end of the day, the man can freestyle too. So even if Mook comes with something amazing, Geechee has a chance to deflect that or rebuttal it. You know what I'm saying? Like the man has battled in disaster, hollow and loaded Lux and murder Mook within a calendar year, bro. And out of those four names, probably only lost to one of them. And it's not even clear. It's not even a clear loss. Like, Shit is nuts, man. Wish it was a neutral spot to the NYC. Jay Money, I, I mean, I, I would like that too because I also want to see Mook get on the road and do really good on the road as well. You know what I'm saying? But I know Geechee wanted it this way. I know Geechee wanted it where it's like, now you you ain't got no excuse. Boom. 
Goda says that was definitely clear. Uh, well, Goda, if you and I disagree, then it doesn't make it clear, then does it? <laughs> By the way, I have Hollow beating Geechee. I just want to acknowledge Geechee's third round was amazing, and I don't feel like Hollow just just dominated in those first two neither. So, but Geechee loses. Make no mistake about it. Like it's not like Geechee's untouchable. It's not like he bodies people neither. Like he definitely has a slew of debatable battles, but. I'd much rather have a bunch of debatable battles than any clear losses. I don't feel like he has a lot of those clear losses. Feel me? <laughs> he says, hey, man, I guess. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Again, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, bro. I agree. You and I have the same winner of the battle. I just I just acknowledge the fact that people don't feel like it's a clear win. So. Geechee's part of an elite class now with Lux Mukala on his resume. Man, he's been he's been there, Bray. I'm not gonna lie. Gichi has been there. You know what I'm saying? But Chase Mo says Gichi does have Gichi does have a few clear losses this year, but I don't think Hollow was one of them. Hey, Amen. There you have it. Well, that's my last thoughts on homecoming. You know what I'm saying? I do think K Shine and Jack Bow will still be going down, so don't worry about that. <coughs> don't worry about K Shine and Jack. We'll be fine. But I'm not happy about those messages or those updates I'm seeing. I'm not happy about it. You know what I'm saying? The event is tomorrow, Jamal. The face-offs will be going down at 3 o'clock, though. In about two hours, you get the face-offs. I will be at the face-offs. So I'll give you guys updates when I'm at the face-offs. It'll be really, really interesting. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so just remember, out of Lux, Diz, Hollow, and Mook, only Hollow gave him problems, Goat. Yeah, well. Shit, man. Hollow is a better battle rapper than 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 Mook Lux and, and Diz too. So I mean, okay. If if you have to rank those four names, you probably put Hollow first, no? Like, am I tripping? Am I tripping? Like, would Hollow not go first out of those four names? NY says no. Who would you put ahead of Hollow? Maybe Lux. That's fair. I can I could I could dig that one. I can kind of dig that one, but I don't know. Look, Hollow just got more wreck than than Lux, so I'm gonna put Hollow over Lux. I got Lux beating Hollow, by the way, but just gonna say that I do think Hollow's a better rapper than Lux. No, he's first. Says NY. Okay, yep, Lux. Hollow and Lux is the best battle of all time. Facts, facts. I agree with that. Wholeheartedly agree with that. So out of those four names, you lost the, arguably the best one, and it wasn't even clear. Okay, man. All right. You know what I'm saying? I hope homecoming is a successful event, though. You know what I'm saying? We're back in New York. Let me ask you guys before we go out of here. What do you guys think of – not what do you think of. What do you think the New York crowd's going to be like? Rara says uh, Geechee lost to Calico. I had Calico winning that battle, Rara, but um, it's not a clear, it's not a clear window. But I did have Calico winning. I have the Geechee losing battles. I could just acknowledge they're not clear. You know what I'm saying? I have Geechee losing a lot of battles, but I could just acknowledge that there's enough people saying otherwise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I have Geechee winning battles that everybody disagrees with. So like, that's how I know he's just a walking case of debatable. Like, you know what I'm saying? All right, uh, DB says New York crowd's gonna be all gas. DJ says it's gonna be crazy. Justin says it's gonna be problematic, a traveling crowd, but still NY majority fun night. 
I, I was thinking that this crowd was going to be very amped to boo the battle rappers. Like they were going to be really excited to get their boos off. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that if they will. But I do feel like we're going to get a little bit of weird energy. I feel like we're going to get some weird energy real soon to the point where everybody's going to be like, why did we come back to New York? <laughs> like, everybody's going to be like, why did we come back here again? Like, I feel like that's going to happen tomorrow for sure. You know, uh, we put a lot of stock into like, this is the Mecca. This is where it counts the most. This is where it's the hardest. And while like, you know, the New York in me wants to like champion all those things. And plus I love battle rap here. So like, I want to hold that candle up like, yeah, like this is the hardest stage to conquer. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, we kind of know what's going on now. Like battle rap isn't what it was in 2017. Like now all the people that are there are people that probably are hardcore following battle rap. So I feel like you're going to get very similar crowds to other markets to a point where it's like, it's not going to be that drastically different. You know what I'm saying? But in the same token, some of those markets get a little weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, North Carolina summer madness. It got a little weird. It got a little weird over there. Y'all didn't like. Yeah, y'all love them last year. <laughs> yeah, love them last year. But it got a little weird this year. You know what I'm saying? Who will get booed first? That's a good question. That's a great question. Uh, if stumbles, if stumbles, stumbles. Uh, it's possible. If Arsenal get in that filler bag, uh, it's possible. You know what I'm saying? If Mook, you shitting me? You shitting me? They actually might not boom. They might just start walking out on them. So that would probably be worse. So we will see, man. We will see, but. I'm about to wrap things up here, man. <laughs> Smith says he's hitting me. Yeah, man. Um, I guess we do have to expect one unexpected thing, though, right? Every event has that one unexpected thing that we never expect to see. So I don't know, man. I'll say this much. I'm going to FanDuel. I'm opening my FanDuel app, and I'm quietly depositing $25, and I'm putting $25 on the plus 400 jack boy money line quietly you know what i'm saying very quietly like without telling anybody i'm just gonna do it so i could just i could break even on my other tickets that, that probably loses and i can't believe i'm saying this i was so adamant that jack i didn't want to say no chance but i was very strong on his possibilities being very low but like last 24 hours have changed my perspective on on the entire battle like i'm just kind of like oh happening here <laughs> oh my god marquis says geechee's gonna pull out a do-rag i guarantee it i don't know man i don't know there's a lot to say about that battle man i just i'm hoping for the best you know what i'm saying i really am hoping for the best um because the worst thing i would hate for it <laughs> Geechee to be lackluster and move to be lackluster like that would that would just suck you know what I'm saying um it would also kind of suck that if like Mook is better than expected but Geechee's still clearly better people feel like it's automatically close the expectation curve is a real fucking thing in battle rap let's all just admit that it's real let's not act like it's not um 
but but ultimately I I, I want to see him do good. I do. I'm not rooting against him. I want to see him do good. And don't think that if he does bad, I'm going to be here taking a victory lap. I'm going to be here championing. Like I told, I told y'all, I told y'all what that little girl said. I told y'all, I told y'all. I'm not going to be doing none of that. That's not what I'm going to be doing. Like I, I I'm not here for that. <laughs> Justin is the truth. Justin, you know it's real, bro. You know it's real. Don't act like it's not. You know that it is. Dia says, Ayo France, you should have hit Mook with in the nah, Dia. You know what I'm saying? Not that serious, bro. We just healthy debating. You know what I'm saying? You just you gotta challenge these MCs, man. These MCs will do a lot of capping, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you want you want violence bro i don't want violence man you know what i'm saying i'm a peaceful guy i just don't like the capping bro you know what i'm saying i will call shit out battle rappers have become this echo chamber of just like talking amongst themselves and devaluing the fans that that are dramatically you know the impact of supporting them financially which is so weird to me because these are the same people yeah use for validation when things are in your favor so i don't like none of this capping stuff you know what i'm saying like mook is here like Oh, like you represent that shit, like, like as if alluding to me, like I'm some kind of internet fan, and it's like, bro, but you did a bar for bar breakdown off the verb because you wanted people to have you winning on camera. If we're being totally honest, I feel like battle rap nerds relate to Mook and Lux more than street guys because they're enjoying their battles on rewatch. Lux is bad as you have to rewind to to find all the gems in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Same with Mook, honestly, he's very tries to be very intricate so you have to rewind mind there's more to find there you know what i'm saying our opinion only matters when it agrees with battlers that's a fact justin you know what i'm saying i'm saying people that can't evaluate bars can tell you your shit is hot but we can't tell you when your shit is not huh the battles are tomorrow tay watch D-Hood says there was yes men in the building. Look, D-Hood, uh, real talk, bro. I just, I will always challenge battlers. Like, I'm on the spaces challenging guys. I'm on interviews challenging guys. I see them in person. There's no cameras. We, I challenge them. Cameras on, I challenge them. Like, I just don't like the cap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't like the unnecessary fabrication of just lies or just revisionist history or just, like, changing narratives. Like, I, I just don't like it. Shotgun, I, shotgun Shug. I love what Shotgun Shug's been doing lately. Shotgun Shug's like, I'm 14 and 0 this year. Bro, didn't you? Did, did the. I lose to. Like, those are moments where you have to challenge the battlers. You can't let them just say these things and just get away with it. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't never made it to the URL, you don't know bars. He will talk you in circles and and not complete a single thought. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't know, man. And this idea of like the people in the crowd aren't like real battle rap fans, or they're not like fully listening, or they're just like going off energy and momentum. Yes, that is very true. Yes, and it's your job to captivate them. Do you think people are listening to forty two rounds a night coherently? No. No, it's no way. It's the reason why everybody that watches a battle from home or gets to rewatch a battle will have a completely different altered view of the battle than the person that was there. How do we not know this now? This has like been going on for 11 years. How do we not understand that concept? 
Like, that's one thing about battle rap. We keep falling for the same mistakes over and over and over and over again. And I'm just like, how do we not understand that this is a thing already? Like, great example. I use this all the time. The Battle of the Bayou battles in, in New Orleans. Every single battle dropped on the app with a different winner than everybody had in the building. Maybe everybody wanted to be contrarians. Maybe everybody fell into the hype. I don't know. But the point is, there is a different perspective from being able to be at home, watch the battles without any physical distractions and listen to the audio better, as opposed to being in person, standing, being fatigued, possibly being somebody that's drunk, smoking, drinking next to you, belligerent, people that are looking at you, people that want to get your validation. You know, you know, you know, you know, it gets really weird sometimes. Yo, go to, we're going to talk now, go to, all right, we're going to talk. I'm about to leave. We're going to talk right now. You know, it gets kind of weird. I go to events and people want to like get next to me and they're like, yo, was it, was that good? Yo, did you like that? Yo, that was fire. It's like, bro, watch the battle. Watch the battle for yourself. Like, I don't need to tell you if it was good or not. Like, just watch the battle and shut up. I'm trying to watch the battle. Like, huh? I appreciate I appreciate how much y'all like respect what I think, but like I'm also trying to retain this while you should try to be retaining this instead of looking for me as to be your guide. Like, you know what I'm saying? That happens a lot, bro. You know what I'm saying? It started happening in the Tata. She's like, yo, friends, this just happened to me. I'm like, yeah, bro, that happens. And that shit, I don't like it. The only reason I don't like it is because you're taking away from me getting a chance to watch the battle. You know what I'm saying? you talking to me, you taking away from me getting a bar. And by the way, if I'm somebody trying to update a bar, guess what? Bars happen. I'm updating, I'm updating. While I'm updating, he don't stop rapping. So I miss something while I'm trying to capture something for him. So, like, that is it, that right there in itself is something that happens in person that makes you lose out on something while you're trying to capture something. At least if you're home, you can have two screens up while you're watching the battle and typing the bar. You know what I'm saying? Somebody might have typed the bar in the timeline. You hear the copy and paste. <laughs> you feel me? Now we're really talking. All right. Now we're really talking. But no, J Money, I don't think that it's weird. I just think that it's. It's just distracting. It's just distracting from me being able to watch the battle and it's distracting from you being able to watch the battle. And don't look for me to give you your opinion. You know what I'm saying? Think, just watch it for yourself. What you like, I might not like. What I like, you might not like. That's okay, but don't be like, your friends, was that fire? And I feel like it's going to be this energy tomorrow that like, once Mook starts battling, a bunch of people are going to circle me and they're going to be like, yeah, what you think of that Mook bar, friends? And if that happens, I'm out. You feel me? That happens. I'm going to the J Black booth. <laughs> I'm going to the back room. I'm going to find my man JB. Watch, watch by the camera, people. Like, cause I'm not with that. <laughs> Friends about to get kidnapped. I don't know, man. It's just, I just, I just want to be honest. I just want to be as real as I can be. I don't like none of it. I don't like it. It's okay to like a fire bar happens and there's like a pause or reaction. I look to my left like, yo, that should be fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Vixen is still rapping and you're like, yo, you like that one? You like that one? Yes, I liked it. Shut up. Like, <laughs> damn. Shit. It's the only thing you can't watch while multitasking. Like at least a sport, like you can do other things while it's happening like battle rap you have to watch and listen all the way there might be there might be a performance bar that you don't see in here and you don't feel the same because you didn't see the performance might be a performance bar you do 
you do see and don't hear it because you're in a certain spot of the venue where you can't hear correctly or people are talking over you. In fact, people that want to get on stage, I got I, I got something to say to y'all. Like if you if your goal is to sacrifice watching the battle to live in the content forever of the battle, then cool. But being on stage is the worst place to be because like you're behind the entourage. You're you're not by the speakers. The speakers are going towards the audience. So you're behind the speakers. So you're not even really hearing the battle that well if you're on the stage. So like that's probably the worst seat in the house. I've always found it weird. People be like, I want stage passes. Why do you want stage passes? Why? How what, what why? If it's to be seen and okay, mission accomplished, but it's not to hear the battle. So All right, man. Let me start getting ready for the face-offs. I gotta, I gotta shower. Uh, I gotta get dressed. I'm heading over there. I'll give you guys updates. This is a great. This is a great talk. I feel like I got to vent. I feel like I got to blow off a lot of steam, a lot of my struggles <laughs> that goes on with you guys. You know what I'm saying? We will be in touch though. Tomorrow's radio roulette show is going to be crazy. Absolutely crazy. Dia says, I went on a stage for Summer Madness 12, and it's exactly how you describe audio-wise. I ain't lying, bro. I ain't lying. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for the fan-first experience. I be in the pit. I be in the trenches. I be with the people. You know what I'm saying? I just I just kind of don't like when people keep talking to me through the battle. I just want to watch the battle. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, y'all. Let me get up out of here. As always, man, let's talk battlerap.com. Recap article will be available on Monday for Summer Madness. I'm sorry, not Summer Madness. Homecoming. I will uh, keep you guys updated on the face-offs tonight. Be on the lookout for many tweets and news updates. And um, we will see any more developing details on this K-Shine and Jack Boy battle. I will keep you on the loop. But as of now, the battle is still going down. Don't listen to none of the blogs. Respect to the bloggers. Don't listen to them. <laughs> the battle is still going down until told otherwise, okay? So, we out. Adios.